Tonight's episode is brought to you from the parking lot of Clubhouse Bar and Grill. Put it in park, don't drink and drive, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Car Bar Podcast, <laughs> where you come for all your quality podcasting needs. Uh... Tonight, we're going to talk yet again about our new plans for the car bar. We just did for about four or five minutes to no one but ourselves. Yeah. But uh, it was a nice take one. Yeah. This this here is take two that you're hearing we've, now. We've done this before, and we'll probably do it again. I, for some reason, wasn't recording during our initial take. You know what's funny is, like, we always joke about it and recheck, but for whatever reason. I usually do, and I even looked down, and it seemed like it was good, and apparently it wasn't. I'm not sure what happened. So I'm going to keep an eye on it going forward here. We have an announcement to make. We have decided to make the car bar bi-weekly instead of a weekly pod. And there's a couple reasons for that. First of all, we want to give you guys the best pod possible. And we think that going every other week will make it a little better as far as what we discuss and the quality of this and that and give us time to think about things. And also we want to focus more on our side project, Car Food, which has been doing pretty well recently. I mean, we've, I know we've mentioned it on this pod before, but if you haven't checked it out, Carfu, same idea. We're doing the podcast in our car, kind of a relaxed vibe, and we're checking out and covering every single movie that Jackie Chan has done in a prominent role. Yeah. So all you only chans out there, hop on the car. Love the only chance. I, I'm, I'm hammering the only chance. No, yeah. I'm more proud of that than I probably should be. But. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, do we do we recoin car food only chance? I mean, well, like a subtext. Um, stay tuned. It definitely tuned. We, we may have to change the title of that that pod. No, but uh, car bar will always be our baby. We're not abandoning this. It's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy being able to touch base on movies that we probably otherwise wouldn't watch because because nowadays with streaming, streaming makes this podcast possible. But at the same time, the movies we're covering are movies that you only ever really watch like when they pop on TV or mm-hmm. you have a nostalgic connection. Right. This is a really nostalgic pod. Like that's what it's based on. Like most of the movies we pick are things that are from the past that had some kind of following, cult or otherwise, and that we want to kind of revisit in a review fashion. And I think we do a pretty decent job of yeah. that. It's honestly been pretty great just seeing like the people tuning in and everybody coming in and, and, and letting us know how, how well they enjoy this pod or, or, you know, hating that we shit on movies such as Sandlot, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you have a favorite movie that we review and we don't give it, it's just due, get at us. We want to hear about it. I was talking to someone recently, a, a listener of the pod, and he was, you know, giving me his thoughts on some of the things he liked about the pod and, you know, thought we could do better. So we appreciate all the feedback. I mean, it's it's definitely nice to hear back from anyone who does listen to our show. And and that's why uh, we both think that this bi-weekly will be ultimately better for the pod. I think I think the pod will thrive a little more. It'll give people more time to to hit an episode before another one drops um and it'll give us more time to do research and everything like that but but also on a positive side for for us and and this is 
thanks to the fans of Carfu, but Carfu's been doing really well, you know, and, and then this will give us chance to really uh, focus on that pot as well. Yeah, I just want to give them their equal due. The thing with Carfu is it's been released very irregularly, so we want to kind of make that adjustment where we can release each one on a semi-regular basis. So fans of both right. know when to expect it. As many of you know, we release Car Bar every Monday. That will continue to be the same, except it will now be every other Monday. That's really the only thing that's changing. And it's not generally a pop culture pod in the sense that, like, it's super current right. with what we're reviewing. Right. Even something like Guardians of the Galaxy, most people will see that as it comes to Disney Plus and stuff. So you can you know, subsequently revisit it right. later. Of course. Same with Carfu. Like, a lot of these movies have all come out a long time ago. You can go watch them at any time and go back and listen to that certain pod. So that's the plan. So, this, again, this is going to be a little shorter today. I had an idea that we could do just to kind of make it somewhat worth your while for tuning in. I came across this thing online where people were naming their top four favorite childhood classic movies. So I put I put this like pretty much anything from like you watched between when you achieved consciousness around the age of three or four till about the age of 12. Right. You know, movies like from it. that movies from that era that you love, no matter how obscure no matter how personal to you that no one else gives a shit about. like So we can kind of bounce it back and forth. And I haven't I like given it. this a ton of thought. No, and I, and I like that. We were kind of, he mentioned this before the before the taping. And this is more off the cuff, which I think is better. If we gave it some thought, I think there'd be some bias in it. Um, or, or like maybe we'd even go, oh, that isn't quite as funny. Maybe I'll do this instead. This is off the cuff. Yeah, we're going to just do this live. And we'll bounce back and forth. So yeah. each of us have a kind of moment to get our juices going yeah. here. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Go um, one that like it is just, it is my movie. I have two movies that I grew up whenever I was sick, like staying home from school. These are the two movies I watched. Here's the first one. Brave Little Toaster. Oh, man. Got to do it. Brave Little Toaster. Everything is great. Like the the voice acting was great. The animation was great. I mean, you had John Lovitz. Um, it, it was just everything about it. It was scary. It had scary parts, uh, but just a lot of fun. But overall, Probably my favorite soundtrack of any movie okay. ever. And you Love put it. this in your senior superlative, I remember. Yeah. When you were a uh, in, on the journalism uh, squad yes. at Lindbergh. Yep. So I, I always remembered it from that. And you know what? I've never seen it after all this. I, I have to. Cannot even believe that. Like I, I I'm don't. Gonna, wow. I'm gonna look it up. I gotta check it out now. Wow. It is such a favorite. Do you know where I can find it? Do you know where the people can find it? Is it uh, on anything? It's on something. I, I have it on DVD. Let me, let me see. I'll see. Yeah, let's let's look it up. Because another thing I think about this is, like, I'd like the fans of the show to check some of these out if they haven't. That's kind of the nice thing about all this. Oh, Disney Plus. Disney oh, Plus. Right. All right. Because it, it was one of those offshoot Disney. Uh... Right. I didn't know whether it was a Disney film or not. No, like, it's it not like Disney, of... but it's under the Disney banner, I gotcha. think. Gotcha. They, they gobbled it up from somebody. All right. It's my turn. Along those same lines, probably released right around the same time, and an oft-forgotten film from that era, also on Disney+, Plus, Tall Tale, starring Patrick Swayze and Oliver Platt. Uh, oh, Patrick, I love Oliver Platt. Yeah, it was one that, again, it was a live-action Disney movie from 95, 96 era, and I watched a ton of it growing up. 
And it's kind of this fable about the Old West and this kid that kind of gets caught up in this whole confrontation with a railroad company blowing through his town. And it's just, it's very well done. And no one's ever seen it. No one knows this movie when I bring it up. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah so, I, you've mentioned it before. That's why I know it, but I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, so it's one that has always been, as we like to say, near and dear to my heart. And I encourage everyone to go back and watch it. Because I feel like it would hold up. Even, you know, it's obviously a kid's movie. It's like PG. But that is my first selection of my childhood Rushmore. All right. Selection number two. Selection number two. Uh, this is another movie that I watch anytime I was sick. I would stay home. I'd watch Brave Little Toaster. And then I would watch Land Before Time. Ah. The first Land Before Time movie. Good one. Seen it so many times. It... it, it, it Pierces that emotion, uh, humor. You know, you had Petrie. I, I, I named one of my hamsters Petrie growing up. Great, great film. Just devastating opening. Too, oh man. my like, god! Yeah, it, it's it's hardcore. Oh, I mean, everyone talks about like you know Lion King, like Mufasa dying and all that, but like man, those man when Littlefoot's da- uh, when Littlefoot's mom dies. Yeah, that's rough. The, for me, the like the hardest part of the movie was whenever he. He runs into that like Stegosaurus or whatever, and the, he's like this old grandpa Stegosaurus, like, "Well, why are you crying?" And he's like, "Oh, she left," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, shit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. No, great, great film. Loved it. That was another I one. Haven't that seen that shit. one in a long time. I mean, I've definitely watched it. I watched it a handful well, of times. On, as up, far but... as I remember, it's on Netflix right now. So. Okay. All right, that's a good one. All right, my second choice, definitely a movie I've probably seen more than almost any other and that would be the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action film good choice just hit every nerve in my brain as far as like what I wanted from a movie at that time obviously huge Turtles fan we've talked about the Turtles before on different pods here and there at some point we'll get around to doing a proper Turtles pod I'm sure but just the humor the action and everything that was involved in that film is just awesome. The turtles looked great. They've never looked as good as they did then. And they keep trying to recapture that. I don't think Seth Rogen necessarily will. I'll see it, but I think everyone likes the turtles from their own era. Yeah, I, that's very fair. You know, I mean, obviously we're a little biased there, but that was, it was objectively the first two were great films, you know. Yeah. And, and especially in that era, they looked great. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, you know, the costumes, makeup looked great. Yeah, for sure. So that that's my second choice. So for my third choice, I'm going to cheat a little bit here, but I will also give a solid answer to, to be fair. One of the people, and it's funny, I was talking to my mom yesterday. It was Mother's Day. I was talking to my mom, and uh, I'd been thinking about this for a while, but she said it. This character is who I pulled my personality from a <laughs> lot of. Jim Varney as Ernest. I, I figured Ernest had to make the list at some point. So, are we doing the entire Ernest collection? Are we just yeah? Like, so that's, that's where I was going to cheat. I don't. I don't mind because that. I mean it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But if I had to hone in on one, the best ones obviously. Uh, Ernest goes to camp. Um, I've actually I've been to that camp. My dad and I for Father's Day a few years ago went to what in the film was called Camp Kiki. Um, they had like Ernest Day met a few of the actors from there. But um, Jim Varney as Ernest, a lot of my personality, and I only realized this recently, I took from Ernest. Mm. Like, a lot of my, like, sarcasm slash, like, 
humor comes from Jim Varney's character. So I, I'd be lying if I just say that 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 one's mine, like for er- sure. Ernest was like a thing for a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, he definitely had a moment there. He died young. I've always told this story. I, I love Ernest to death, but uh, Jim Varney was a... He was a chronic smoker, smoked cigarettes yeah. like crazy, but he would never, he would never smoke cigarettes outside of his trailer during taping because he knew he was a child's icon. Yeah. And he would work, of course, he would always work with kids on set and he never wanted to see kids uh, seeing him smoke a cigarette because he wanted to keep that, that allure. Also, um, he actually passed away. Um, because of lung cancer due to smoking, obviously. Yeah. But he would do no smoking ads, stuff like that. So this was a guy that like knew he had this vice, but he would never let the kids see it and he would advocate against it. So that, that, whenever I found out about that, that even made me love him even more. But he, he unfortunately passed away at 50, you know, a young 50. So, and that's a common theme. Like I've, I've never met someone over 24 who smokes, who was like, I'm glad I started smoking. You know, we yeah. you know we, we both worked in a gas yeah. station and oh, sold a lot of cigarettes, and it's just like no one's ever thrilled about buying them. No, not at all. You know, it just it's just one of those things people get hooked on, and it's very very hard to quit. And unfortunately, he ended up dying probably prematurely because of it. So you know what I'm, and this is on me. I'm this is I I hate myself for just figuring this out, but apparently there was a movie. I found this out last week. There was a movie with him and Hulk Hogan. Three oh, Ninjas, wow. High Noon at Mega Mountain. Yeah. I never saw it, but now I'm, I have to. Like, okay. Hulk Hogan and Jim Barney? Yeah, I mean, that's... I remember that movie. I can picture, like, the, the Yeah, well, now I can, but I was like, how did I not know Jim Barney was in this? I never thought of Jim Barney being in it. Because I remember, like, the three... Do you remember the Three Ninjas? I remember the Three Ninjas, They yeah. were kind of a thing, briefly. Those movies were pretty awful, but since we're on the subject of terrible, like, childhood movies, like, they were definitely, like... I remember people quoting that shit in, like, yeah? first oh, yeah. grade I remember. all the time. So, okay. Good choice. All right. My third one... I'm going to go with Mask of Zorro with Antonio Ooh. Banderas, Anthony Hopkins, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. It was, like, one of the first, like, more adult films I saw. It came out, like, 97, 98. And it's when I was, like, starting to watch more of those kinds of movies, like Men in Black, Mask of Zorro, sure. Independence Day, like, all that shit. But Mask of Zorro is one I watched as much as any. I had the VHS copy. And you know what's funny about that is another favorite of ours was like one of the remember trailers on VHS? Yeah. Of like course. when you would like you'd pop in the VHS and like the first like three and a half minutes would be various like trailers. Sure. I'm pretty sure Rush Hour was like one of the trailers. Nice, I remember nice. watching that probably before I saw Rush Hour the movie, almost certainly actually. Really? So I remember like, oh yeah, that looks awesome. So maybe that was like the inception of Carfu there in a way. But yeah, Mask of Zorro, a lot of fun. Cool action, funny film. Just well done. I don't know. I think it's kind of underrated from that era as far as those type of summer blockbusters go. So that is my third selection. All right. What's your final choice for your My final choice is I have a couple I can go with here. And I have one that I'm going to intentionally not put in. Okay. I mean, we're talking about kids movies, things we grew up on. I did my two cartoons. You know, I did the um, animated films. And then uh, Jim Varney, which is more. This one I have to go. As I've always said on this pod, my mom loves horror. It grew up on horror, anything and everything horror. 
But the thing that introduced me, and it was the marriage, the perfect marriage of comedy and horror, Army of Darkness. Oh, man. Yeah, you, most people don't think of this as a child movie, but I'll, I'll no, allow it. No, they don't. I'll allow it. But the difference is, is I literally watched this as a child. Yeah. I mean, I was, this came out in 89, I think. I was watching this when I was four or five years old. Yeah. So, no, you're absolutely right. But we're talking about movies that shaped us, you know, that age. That did. I mean, my, my affinity for horror films came from this. Yeah. No, that's great. I, I, I appreciate the selection. Let's do a couple honorable mentions before we before I get my last pick. Sure. Because there's ones that were that are obvious that I think we're not mentioning just because they're so obvious. Well, let me let me let me before I even do honorable mentions, I'm gonna do one. I, I man, I hope I'm not stepping on. No, you. go go in. But I'm doing I'm doing a marriage of both of ours. Good Burger. Yeah, I mean, Good Burger has to be mentioned. Hopefully that wasn't... It wasn't going to be mine, but right, that's but why that I wanted to say honorable mentions. Literally, like, for both of us, that has to be out there. Good has Burger to has mentioned. to be up there. Mighty Ducks has to be Mighty up Ducks there. Mighty Ducks has to be up you know, there. We've covered a lot of these already and talked about them. Hey, go back. Check them out. Yeah. So, I love all of those. Um, and this is one... This next one I'm going to go with... I could put a lot here, as I'm sure you could. We talked about it briefly, but it's one that I... I watched a ton of when I was growing up, and that is Jim Carrey's The Mask. Oh, yeah. When you said Mask of Zorro, I thought that's what you were going to say. I didn't think of that before, and then I heard, said Mask of Zorro myself, and then that one also popped into my head. And it's it's the one, I think it's the first Jim Carrey movie I remember seeing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's up I, there. I'm pretty sure I saw it before Ace Ventura or Dumb and Dumber. I think Ace Ventura might have been my first Yeah. One. Uh, Pet Detective. Right. I can't remember exactly which one I saw first. I'm pretty sure I watched Mask the most, though. And it's just Jim Carrey fully unleashed Yeah. for an hour and 45 minutes. And it's just so good. For me, it was uh, When Nature Calls, rather, the right, second right, one. Right, 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 right. But uh, no, Mask was fantastic. Yeah. Cameron Diaz, young Cameron mm. Diaz. I mean, a pretty solid story. It moves. It was a lot Just of cool fun. look. Yeah. It had like a look. cool style to it. I loved his suit, that yellow suit. Oh, yeah, great. yeah. The Cuban Pete dance with yeah. number was great. The cops are funny that are chasing him. It's kind of scary. It's kind of inappropriate, but not overly so. No, but still, like, okay for a kid It's a little to watch. edgy, but, like, you could have a kid watch it, and I think you'd be all right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. all right, that's our four. Let us know your four. We want to hear everyone else's yeah. uh, top four movies of their childhood. So hop on the carbar.com website. It's uh, it's there. Not not really noticed yet by the general public. Oh, it will be. We get, we get a few visitors every once in a while there, so hop on there. Let us know what you guys think. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? No, I mean, just thanks for the uh, ongoing support. I I really do think this going bi-weekly is going to be the play. Yep. I think I think you guys will enjoy the product. It'll give us more time to devote to the product. Um, and I think it's a lot to ask people to listen to a pod every single week. So, also. yeah, I mean, like, that's that's kind of... I don't like to do that with a lot of pods that are a lot better than this pod. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so... No, I, and that's, that's kind of what I was going to talk to you about off air is, like, I really do think that this will give you guys a chance to listen to it. And because nothing's worse than a pod or just anything in general where you feel like you're falling behind. So you're just like, well, I'm going to skip all that and I'll just, you know... Right. Um, so, but no... Thank you for the ongoing support. Seriously. So we'll we'll talk to you guys soon. Um, I think we're still planning on doing Can't Hardly Wait as our next mm-hmm. official pod. 
Correct. So I think you can find that on some streaming. And then do yourself a favor if, if you're if you feel yourself really missing us, and yeah. you haven't checked out Carfu. Oh, yeah. You can still get us every week, and you can find a lot of those online, man. Look around; like those are fun. We, we, I'm, I'm really enjoying those too. So. And honestly, it, that's one of those podcasts. There's just like this one. There's no, there's no really coming in late. You know, if you just want to come in, we're, we're starting to hit as more well-known things. You yeah. know, so now's not a bad time to jump on the pod. All right. So until two weeks from now, remember to use those blinkers and shut the fuck up.